What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalila, and my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the God of Knicks podcast. Smith, nearly traveled, now shoots. R.J. Barrett, a little sauce on that one. He's got 21. R.J. Barrett dances inside and scores on the line. Knox for three. Knox hits a three. Drop clock at seven. Knox nails a three. Randall separates and finishes off the window. Big time bucket from Julius Randall. Robinson, offensive rebound. And the putback. This is our take on everything Knicks, on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. We're picking up right where we left off, discussing Melo being blackballed and our opinions on the 2020 NBA champion. This is episode 20, part two. Let's get right back into it. If you... If you consider you have you getting like assists from a guy like Alfred Payton because I know, I know that's mm-hmm. what he's good at. If you got somebody that can handle you know that that's gonna make sure you getting the dime in the right place at the Splash. right time. Every time, yeah. Like you I just feel like good screen and, like, too. And if, mm-hmm. but that, I was just gonna say this, Julius Randle. But all of these, vet- all of these veterans are gonna set nice some nice ones. Bobby Porter's gonna say Todd Gibson gonna. That's send another some one. Nice screen. First of all, I don't think anybody. I'm sorry. Nobody in Knicks fandom or anything is giving Taj Gibson any credit for what he has done or what he can bring to this team. I'm gonna be the only one to do that. And no, I mean, I, I, I didn't say anything. I like Taj Gibson. I think he's a hard player, great player, Brooklyn native. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like I always liked Taj Gibson. <laughs> What'd you say? He's a pause. Wait, what do you say? Wait, pause it. I say he's a hard. He said, I think Taj Gibson is a hard, a, is hard, a hard player. player. I'm not saying pause. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying he plays hard. I can't. I, no, I, we pause. know what you mean. I'm just gonna go extra. <laughs> I know he gonna explain it too. Like, no, I'm just saying. Jason's gonna pause. be extra. Hey, you <laughs> catch one in there. You gonna catch one. Hold on. He said hard. Oh, he's reversing. Yeah. It sounds exactly the same. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm telling you, he plays hard. He's a hard player. I mean, he plays. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, nasty pause. You're always gonna find that one dude. Nah, pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, but Taj is Taj is Taj is one of those guys that's like a bull. Yeah. Like, but he's like a silent, and he's the guy that he you. He's the guy he, that he you does know, the right things. Right, right, right. And he in the locker room, he's gonna be the probably one of the best dudes to have in your locker room. Because one thing he's not going to have, he's not going to have no BS fly in that locker room. It's not going to happen. That's the type right. of player he is. He's not going to allow teammates to be bickering, that kind of thing. He He's the kind of guy that is going to make sure everyone is on the same same page. Alright, listen. Do you understand your role going forward? This is what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? I've been in your shoes before. This is what you should do. And that's kind of why they brought Todd Gibson on board. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think people realize that. People are like, oh, what's Taj Gibson going to do? We're not looking for stats out of Taj Gibson. Yeah, he's obviously. not throwing up numbers or nothing like that, but he's going to do what he needs he gonna to do. He's going to make that a nice locker room. That's He's going to make the locker room dope, and then when you need those minutes out of him. Yeah, and, and you know what he does. Uh, let's look at a Taj Gibson uh, highlight tape, right? And I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you're not going to find any soft plays, not one. 
Not one soft play is going to be in any of his highlight reels. Now, that's the kind of guy you want teaching uh, 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 Mitchell Robinson. That's the kind of one you want come off the bench behind Julius Randle because, you know, that's kind of what he really did. I'm not going to lie. Carl Anthony Towns wasn't the big man that was keeping that team looking like, a, you know, a handling the front court for them. He wasn't the only one doing that. Taz Gibson had a lot to do with that. And, of course, Tom Thibodeau as well. But I think Taz Gibson doesn't get the respect he deserves around the league. You remember that Taj Gibson dunk on Dwayne Terrible. Wade, though? He cocked it back and threw it on. I remember that. I remember that. And, I mean, I remember a bunch of other D. Wade posters, too. But Yo, The funny thing about it, though, with that dunk, what I talk about finishing, D. Wade... I feel like D Wade gets dirty sometimes, and he tried to he tried to knock it out of his his hand. What'd you say? Oh, we we. I said I feel like D Wade gets dirty sometimes, and he tried to like really swipe it out. Of right? His yeah, he did. He did. You know, but yeah. he's still finished. Taj Taj is Taj is one of he's like the putback mm-hmm. king. He'll sneak up on you and get and gets and drop some special joints on you. So I'm like. I'm excited about Taj. I think that the way that the squad that they put together is 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 built to really is really is built to be like those mm-hmm. underdogs. You know, I just I mean? hope a lot of these guys don't get lost in the rotations. Guys like Alonzo Trier and you know Damian Dotson, those kind of guys. If they do though, if they do get lost, I, I think for good reason. For yeah. good reason, yeah. Because I mean. Right. If they're getting lost, they're getting lost for a good reason, obviously. Because, you know what right. I mean? I know David Fisdale. He loves Alonzo Trier. He's going to make sure he's out there. He loves Damian Dotson. He's going to make sure he's out there. But if guys are earning those minutes, that's that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, they earned it. Yeah, they earned it. Yeah. They earned it. But I, I, that's what I feel like about the guys that they got this year. Yeah. That they making it so that a lot of guys could be, all right, we're going to compete. If, if, if you have a bad day. This guy's taking it mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, last bit, last bit. We um, we went a little, little farther than I thought we were gonna do, which, which was fun, which was okay. fun. You know, which is nice. um, the last bit is a very simple one. Who do y'all got winning the twenty twenty NBA championship? Oh my god! I'm go first. I'm, I'm I know cheat. who you got. I'm cheat. I know go who you first. Got. So yeah, I don't, I don't sound like I'm stealing it from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks. Let me stop. Um, now I'm going. I'm, of course, you already know I'm going with the Clippers, bro. Yeah, you know I'm going with the Clippers. And I, I don't think you knew that. I think you thought I was gonna go somewhere else. No, I knew you were gonna oh, okay. the Clippers. Okay, okay, yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't think it's going to be like the Lakers. I don't think it's going to be Golden State. I, I, I think it's coming out the oh, West. For sure. I don't for think sure. anybody needs. Yeah, I, but if it's, if, if I think that, I think that Houston, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. Nobody knows, but it's I think potential that, to be good and as it just it, as equal. It, but did, did you see that 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 clip that uh, photo I sent y'all? It, Which one? With the Houston. Yeah, that rates? was the one that you had uh yeah posted on Twitter. I retweeted it. Yeah. So like the usage rate. Is outrageous, but now imagine that they don't have to use that guy that much. They don't what? Say that again. They don't what? Imagine you don't have to use either one of those guys as much as they. They've been like the highest usage rates, first and one and two, in all of those categories. They were like the top usage rate. See, here's the thing with me and usage rate. 
when you got a player, <laughs> which this is the most obvious thing, which is why I don't feed into usage rate all too much. The only time a player is going to have that high of a usage rate is if he's an MVP caliber player. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's right. just that. that. That's why his usage was so high. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you have two of these guys, two MVP caliber players on your team, of course your usage rate between the two of them is going to be high. Yeah. But it's not going to drop off significantly regardless. I mean, you put both of them on a team, and I mean, what? One of them is going to drop down from first or second to probably fourth or fifth. And that's it. That's, that's, they just need the ball in their hands. But, the, but this is what I'm saying. So imagine, like, even if they both, like you said, four mm-hmm. or five, usage rate, and they're winning, I think it's going to be fun to watch, number one, if they can make it work. I, I think that's, that's the only way think- they can win with Dan Tony's playing style. I, yeah, and I, I do feel like I do. Feel, I'm sorry to take out and you know Ricky Allen mean to jump no, ahead, but I, I do I do think that it's gonna be the, the Clippers. I, but I I feel like if if Houston can figure that out, I think that that you know that it might be a close one. I think it'll be it'll be an exciting, it'll be an exciting one. I don't know who's gonna stop Westbrook and stop because I feel like one night it might be West a Westbrook show the other night. It might be a James Harden show, so I it, it, that that could be. I don't on paper. I don't. I don't know if mm-hmm. it'll work, but if they figure out a way to make that work, one night is this guy, one night is the other, and like the usage rate drops, but they still like dominating. That that's a that's a dangerous yeah. squad. I, they just don't. They just don't play, play defense. Like well, that. I mean, you that you still do have PJ Tucker there, um, who plays a, a majority of their defense. I mean. They're not going to be the. They're not going to be stopping much, in the backcourt sense. Um, yeah. The only time they're really going to struggle is when they're facing a top-notch backcourt, i.e., the Warriors, the Blazers, um, now the Jazz. You know, what I mean, you talk about Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. That's a that's a a very underrated backcourt right there. Um, when healthy, <clears throat> excuse me, when healthy, John Wall and Bradley Bill, but I don't know how that's going to fare this year. John, Bradley Bill might not even be there by the end of the year, but I think with the top notch backcourts, they're going to struggle. And that's because they give so much on offense that they can't, they literally can't give you too much on defense. So they will be taking plays off. Um, and when you're playing against a top-notch backcourt, you can't take any plays off because they're just going to run through you. Um, especially when you like, if you're going against Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, if they're on fire, you're losing. It doesn't matter who you are. You know what I mean? If if it, if you're the Warriors, if you catch C.J. and Dame on fire on the same night, you're going to have a problem. They just mm-hmm. have been lucky enough to not have to deal with that because they shut one of them down somehow. But I don't see the Rockets shutting any any backcourt down like that. Um, I think they have too much, like you said, usage. You have the usage rate that high. <laughs> Your defensive rating is not going to be that high. Yeah, they don't they don't do defense. They they beat you with offense. Yeah, that's and, it. Um, well, that's that's all of Dan Tony's yeah, team, and that's why I hated him as a coach. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. So what what do you think? 
Who's what's I mean, your team that you think? Is gonna I feel win? like you guys mentioned the top two. I, I mean, without repeating, um, I I don't think LA is going to win, but I think they're gonna uh, um, not Clippers. I mean, um, Lakers. I don't think they're they're gonna win. But knowing LeBron, like I don't know, man. He, he may have a couple of things up his sleeve. Uh-huh. Um, but I would think it will be the Clippers. Like I, I just. Clippers and the Rockets, they're, they're right there. But you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna say maybe Giannis figures something out and um, he brings it home for the East and then finds a way to win the finals. I don't know. I think the only way that can happen is if somehow injury the yeah. Rockets win it went out the West because if if you bring out <laughs> Kawhi and Paul George. They're gonna. They're they're, they're locking up the bucks. Not they're locking yeah, up the bucks. I mean, I, I, I'm just going with a team that's not already mentioned. Just right. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to mix it up, because I would yeah. think the Clippers. The Clippers have the to me, Yo, the, yeah. the best chance simply simply because we Thank saw what one player did with the Raptors last year. And and not no, you know what? On top of that, Kawhi is one of the best defenders. Yes. Paul George is 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 one of the best defenders. You got what's what's that kid, the point guard, running around like a maniac over there? Uh, that's oh, that, Patrick that, Beverly. That, that got Patrick Beverly against uh, um, uh, against Westbrook. Yeah, is already history in the making. Yeah. That's already just a clash of the titans. Patrick Beverly's not backing down from no. anybody. He could be a headache First for anybody. All, you that, still got him in be there. A terrible matchup. <laughs> oh <my laughs> the Clippers versus the it Rockets? Is. It's going to be a fist fight oh every day, God, man. Oh my God, that's going to be a terrible Dude, match. and it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. And then you got somebody like like Mo Williams knocking down three Lou Williams, off Lou the Williams. bench. You, you always oh, do, that. You always <laughs> do that. I always do that. And I, it felt wrong, too, but I was like, we got Mo Williams. But I was like, nah, it's got to be Mo Williams. Mo. Got, yeah, it's, it got Lou Williams. You got Lou Williams coming yeah. out there? Oh, and man, I feel like a, that's He's a that natural group. born scorer. Yeah, man. And that dude just scores. His shot is, is smooth, man. And I'm excited. And then, and then the low-key piece. Because this playoffs, Your boy. This playoffs he's, he went off. And I think he put his name on Your the boy. map this year. And that's Montrezl Harrell. Your boy. Your boy. That dude right I, there is he's up I and coming. I love his game. I game. love his game. He was on my he was on my fantasy squad, yeah. and I had him. He was he was. Performing I love his game. Every you night. got dudes like that who are gonna yell in your face. You got Patrick Beverly, and then you just he just simply drop in. Yo, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a smart dude. <laughs> are you kidding me? That yeah. team is unstoppable. You know what I mean? And then the thing, like we said, is about the duos. But if you surround the duos with the right squad, that's yeah. me. The supporting cast, yeah. He knew, he knew what he, he was, was doing. doing. That's, a smart That's why he dude. waited so long. And he knew that he didn't odd to me. He played it right because with what he did, he didn't allow the Lakers to make any moves. He didn't allow them to make any moves because they thought Yo, he was he, going he there. He locked them down. Yeah. And then, boom. Last back, minute. Too. I'm not coming. I'm going to go over there with uh, Paul George. But you I don't even think saying? it like, was last minute. I, I just think he was waiting for he had his that plan. The, the to, overtime, to, yeah. And then... Yeah. Everyone else found out last yeah. year, but yeah. he was just like, "Nah, I'm good." They asked him, he stayed quiet. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "This is how this is this is the plan all the time." I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy for him. The, the squad they got over there, man, 
is 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 going to be a squad to watch. I, I think because Hold of on. that, the NBA is a better um, a, a better show to watch. Balanced. Lack of a better word. Balanced. Yes. Yeah. Way way more balanced. And you know, like I was saying, I think I think it's well deserved for Kawhi because Kawhi. He he went through whatever he went through in San Antonio. Whether it. whether it was his fault or not, he went through it, and they traded him somewhere he didn't want to be. And what right. did he do? He won a and championship. He earned it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like more than any other player, I don't think any other story Unless- in history is like that. You know what I'm saying? For a player right. to win a championship, get injured on the team that he won a championship with, for them to really treat him. You know they mis- mishandled the treatment with him a little bit. He he forced a trade. They traded him somewhere he didn't want to be, and he still won a championship. You know what I'm saying? And and then because you won that championship, now you're allowed to go wherever you want. So you know what? Exactly. Let me go back home with someone else from LA in the best situation because we're two of the best two way players in the league. And then you throw in Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly. You know what I mean? Uh, Montrezl Harrell. That's, that is a squad that's going to be unstoppable this year, man. That squad is, is really going to be something special. Is, uh, is that dude Landry Shamet? is he like that good That's good the shooter? one. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Shamet. Landry Shamet is another one because now, I'm not going to lie, when they played the Knicks, he torched us. I mean, he torched. That's what I was thinking. I was like, ain't he the Yeah, 19 in the first half. I remember that game. Yeah, I remember that boy shooting. Like, that's why I was like, he's, if he's up and coming, like, they got a really healthy squad. They also got Mo Hawkless. And now he's that backup. And, uh, he's that and, backup. And he's the backup kind of like uh, Fred Van Vliet was in, in, in Toronto. Right. And now you got Shamit right. out here. Man, I think, right. it, listen, we, 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 we going to wrap it up, but I think this year is going to be. Very interesting in terms of just watching the West battle it out. I mean, the East, last year, this time, we was talking about how weak the East was. The East came out this year and showed that we were a little bit more fortified than everyone thought. And just a whole year later, we're right back to where we were before. And now the West <laughs> is just a powerhouse again. There's nobody in the East is really going to be counting. I always hated that. I hate that. I just wish there was like some super teams on the East just to make it more. I mean, you know what I mean? If, if, if this is the era of super teams, let, let the East have a few. I think, I think it'll Did end realize- because if you, if you look at most of the teams in the, in the West, most of those players that are good are around the 30-ish mark. And then and they, they, they're going to start falling off soon. So, you know, you look at the East, you got you got a lot of young players. You got a, you got uh, Giannis, who's only 26, 27. You got Ben Simmons. You got Joel Embiid, these young guys. So I think the East will have it in a couple years. But I think for another two, three years, we're going to have to just deal with the West really fighting it out. I honestly think if it is somebody out of the East, though, like you said, Cuzzo, I think that uh, it's going to be Milwaukee because, honestly, right now they have both Lopez's, so they're going to go too far. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny, man. They got they got both Lopez's. They both Lopez. Their they're, brothers. They gonna be. They gonna both, be doing. They gonna be in. They, they they gonna be happy. Yo, could you imagine one Lopez comes out, the other one comes in? Yeah, that's gonna be funny. Yeah, 
that's gonna be fun. I can't wait. I, we probably I love won't know to see which that is which. Practice. That's all I want to see. I just want to see them practice against each other. Oh man, they fouling <laughs> each other or something. <laughs> and you already know Robin Lopez like, gonna be the one to try to tackle him while Brooke took in the three points. Yeah, yeah, he's like the he's the wild <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. That's bro. gonna be crazy. And it's funny because Giannis's brother is just got picked up by the Bucks. So you got two brothers, two sets of brothers on the that's on the crazy. Score. Really? Oh, the yeah, yeah, got, yeah, yeah, the Nassis got picked up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Nassis got picked up, and he was playing overseas. Something. The other brother yeah. just got picked up by the, I think, the Mavericks. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was like the Mavericks. Yeah. And they got another one over there. Yeah, that's, 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 can you imagine two brothers in the, in the NBA getting that salary? Yeah, man. Yeah, Yo, your family has got to be like the. The family's got to be the happiest. Anyway, we were wrapping up. I'm yeah, man. Um, I I don't want to keep them too long. This was Go fun. This yeah, was yeah, fun. Yeah. Of course, we 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 uh. That's I can't wait to basketball. Love y'all, man. <laughs> Word. Nah, real talk. I love, I love y'all, game, man. Yo, I, matter of fact, how's game. that big three been going? Big three been doing all right. The big three. You know what? Well, I'm gonna start look looking that. into that. You know what I'm gonna start doing? We are gonna have a little segment of the post NBA. Knicks players, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna be talking about Amari mm. and Nolan and all of them over there. Yeah, nah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. See what we can get Baron Davis. Oh, they kicked him out. Matter of fact, Baron what Davis. happened with that? They shut him down. I don't know. I think they were trying to, I think they got a new contract and they trying to keep the image clean. But I was like, what makes why did the guys that they kick out like not fit with like the clean that image? I don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, they kicked them out. That's What's wild. Cool. They kicked Baron there was Davis. A couple other guys, there was a couple other guys that they. Yeah, they kicked out Lamar Odom. They kicked out Baron Davis, and it was it was some other guys. And I was like, looking at like Lamar Odom, I would have guessed. But yeah. then when you said, yeah, Baron like Davis, what did he I was do? Like, what did he do? Right. Hmm. So I think they probably had some kind of stipulation. The new the new network was like, all right, you can't have this guy, this guy, this guy. Maybe they were on the wrong side of some kind of political beliefs or, or, or political standings or something. Or maybe they're doing and another they project vocal. or something. Uh, that just seems weird. Something. Yeah, yeah, it just seems yeah, weird. It was just one day have a contract signed and then it's like ripped up the next. That's yeah, kind of I just thought that was bad. I like him. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. weird. Yeah, Baron Davis, once a Nick, always a Nick, man. Once a Nick, always a Nick. You know what I'm saying? But we'll we'll see. We'll see what else we could decipher and think about. We can give bring some of y'all um before the season's back. We got another, what do you say, another month before we get some steady action. I think the 16th around that time is when training camp starts. Yeah, when's the preseason basketball? Preseason start? starts, I believe, the beginning of October. October, early, early October, October, like the right? first, second week in of October, and then. Matter of fact, I got the full schedule for the Knicks. I, I forgot where I saw it. I said, "Let me get this real quick." I should. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find that and send it hey, to you. I know the regular season starts October 22nd or something. Like right, 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 right. I think I think that is the number I was looking at. So I think the preseason lasts for about two weeks prior to, which extends about like the eighth, ninth, you know, around that time, and that's when it will start. But I know the they said. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said that Chris They said Chris Stapps Pozing is coming off the bench for Dallas. I heard yo <laughs> did you see that little picture of him looking like Ivan Drago and all that? Oh, oh, the one with him lifting bruh. I'm like, now you wanna and, and I'm not going front. I was that Nick fan. I went on his page on that picture and I commented. I said 82 games. That's all I want to see out of you. 
Yeah. All that muscle and all them jump shots and all the highlights is nice. I want to oh, see yeah, 82 Oh, yeah, games. whatever. I don't, no, I don't want to see nothing from him. I want to see I want to see absolutely like. nothing from him. <laughs> you don't care what happens with him at all. Nope, not at all. <laughs> no, I, I saw that picture. You know, it just, to me, it looked... It looked kind of silly. I thought it was fake. You thought it was fake? Why? My, I thought it was I mean, fake because I mean, he was like he, mad he muscular. Was, he was pumping. Yeah, he was bigger. He wasn't that much bigger, but like, but he, he was, was also in, he was also in mid flex. Exactly. That was that was a, right. He was in mid flex. Right. 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 But the, so and but it looked weird on him because he's been that skinny doofy. You know, like the lanky kid. And, he, I knew yeah. this was going to happen because he to. as many as many games as Chris Stapps misses per year. He was bound to gain some weight. You know what I mean? I knew that during him being out, he was going to be able to get in the gym and just work out. And he's going to he just because of that reason and him not playing so much, he was going to put on about 15 to 20 pounds of muscle no matter where he was. So I don't think that's that was just a Dallas thing. But I do think that it's it's a product of him just not really getting that workout. I don't think his body can handle all of this extra weight. You know what I mean? Like, more than anything, he already had this anemia, and he could barely last through the second half of the season any year that he played. You know what I'm saying? So now you add on the muscle. You add on the injury. I kind of – I just want to see you make it through a season. You know what I mean? I don't hate him. Don't get me wrong. I don't like him. I don't hate him, though. I did like him at a certain point because I did like his game. But I'm not going to hate on the dude. If he keeps talking trash about the Knicks, then I'll hate him. But <laughs> we haven't gotten to that point just yet. At this point, he's an NBA player. You do you over there. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the picture is mid-flex. Everybody looks buff mid-flex. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start taking some now. No, you, no, I'm telling you. It just, I took one the other day. I just... Let me stop. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, if you're in mid-flex, the muscles that you want to bulge out when you do work out, those are the muscles that are flexing. So, of course, he's going to look like he's – he. I mean, I'm not going front. He looked like he had it on, like, a couple inches of muscle just around his chest altogether. But like I said, that's mid-flex. I want to see him standing straight, arms down. I want to see what you look like because anybody can look like they're jacked. In that mo- motion right there. Honestly, well, I don't know if Dallas is even. What'd you say, Dre? So, I said honestly, I don't even know if Dallas is making the playoff. The, they, they. I mean, if you really want to talk about what they just did over there in the in the West, they made it very hard for Dallas to make the playoffs. If you talk about the Clippers yeah. and the Rockets, what they did alone, and then you still add in the Lakers, yeah. Warriors, Trailblazers, you still got. The yeah, Nuggets. You got you got Chris Paul over there in Oklahoma City. It's a wrap. I don't know about OKC. I don't know about OKC. Yeah, I, I feel bad for Chris Paul, but <laughs> hey, I guess that's how the cookie crumbles. So well, I they feel need, bad for him. He's part of the MBPA. Him, you know, him and Bello should team up somewhere. Much, right? They should he, go to the he, Sun. He's an annoying player. Very. I, oh, I hate man. watching him play now. Like, I was just like, yo, I hope that the Rockets just get washed already because I'm tired of seeing this guy cry about every single play. Every like, play, I, every call. I hate everything. it. He make, like, I like basketball, but he makes me not like it. Like, I wanted to turn it <laughs> off. Like, I don't like that. Play the I game. Can't, I can't stand that because 
he's one of those players that earned your respect the right way for so long. For him yeah. to show us this side at it this point in his career, his athleticism has like he he's he needs these calls Fish. now instead yeah. of just getting back and grinding and, and, and getting like I, I I just I don't feel bad for him. I don't. Nah, I don't. I don't. Him and him and Melo should go to the Suns and they should be all right over there together. Yeah, but that that right there, like if Melo got picked up by OKC, then what was they not gonna do? They already had him. But I feel like them two should play together. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a move that rest. actually happened. Not, that that would be the, th- those would be the longest NBA games. <laughs> it would be fun because I just feel like they their friends. No, they deserve they games. would have fun. It wouldn't be fun for us to watch. No, they wouldn't have yeah, fun yeah, either. Nobody have would have fun. fun. Nobody watching, nobody playing. <laughs> nobody playing would have fun. I, I do think that I do think that if Chris Paul wasn't so rigid and stuck to what he thinks because Paul realized, I don't know if anyone told him, but he played for the coach that absolutely loved James Harden's game. Yo, I lost you. For you know what I'm saying? Yeah, say, that, say that one more time. I was saying, I don't know if anybody told him, but I think that Chris Paul played for a coach that loved James Harden's game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like him uh, complaining and wanting it to yeah. be this way. And, you know, he, he's, he's got, a, you know, I, I felt like if he'd have been like just more cool and, and, and laid back about it, that he could have had a little bit more fun. I just, you know, then they ship to get this guy in. Like, that's terrible. That, you know, especially if they do well next year. I mean, honestly, I bad. think when it comes to Chris Paul, I just think he was the easiest trade piece. Yeah, I think they had to make a move, and everyone outside of Harden was on the trading block. Exactly. Who was good? It was definitely not going to be Harden. And yeah, who it wasn't going to be Harden. Who, who the stars on the team? Right, right. Yeah. So they were going right. to look to move whoever they could move, and that's how I knew it was BS when all of the story came out. Oh, they were they they didn't like each other, and then all of a sudden the owner comes out and says they're fine. They yeah. have no problems with each other. I said, yeah, there's an issue there. Something's wrong. Something's up. And sure enough, three weeks later, Chris Paul's traded. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's – I, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad more for uh, OKC than, than I do for Chris Paul. You know I'm what I'm saying? Because none of them. All of them making more OKC. money than me. All no, I'm talking about money. the fans. The fans. Oh, the so fans? I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care about the fans either. They don't got to work for the New York fans. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about the fans <laughs> I don't either. Care about the fans either. Hold on, I the fans got to like work for like, New York fans? Yeah, no? they, went, they went from... Wait, hold on, answer that. The, their fans got it worse than New York fans? Nobody has it worse than New York fans. All right, then. So how are you going to feel sorry? That's like a... Uh, like you see a homeless person talking about, oh, <laughs> uh, I feel, I feel listen, bad for you. Like, you don't listen, hear that crap. Listen, nah, I, I, I'm telling you why, bro. <laughs> if you talk about it, we... Knicks fans will wish forever that they had the treasures that OKC had in this in the past 10, 10 to 15 years in OKC. They had Kevin Durant. Yep. They had Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. James, James Harden. Harden they Paul had George. Paul George. Even Ibaka. They got all of these. They even had Melo. And yeah. they went nowhere past the first round. I don't think the Knicks fans have ever went through something that bad. As bad as we've been going through stuff, like it's just like front office bad. But for you to have all of those players, yeah, it's a small market though. So I mean, I get it. 
man, you got to win with those guys when they're in that you, you small should. market. You, you got to win. They you, don't, you don't give up James Harden when you got him, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant on the team. That's just stupid. He wanted to leave, though. No, he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. St- what I heard the issue was, was he wasn't ready to just be the starter on that squad. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that he was comfortable in the role that he had on that team. And they were like, all right, well, if you're going to be... They wanted him to be the starter, and he was fine being a starter at that point. But he wanted... I think it was just a matter of a couple million dollars, bro. Like, literally two million or something like that. And they just traded him because of that extra two million. Nah, I, I, what I believe, that. I mean, that, that could be the truth. But what I believe is there wasn't enough floor for him. With someone like Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, like, they all need the ball. James True. Harden needs the ball. Look how long James Harden holds the ball. Well, and I don't got, think he, and, did, and he got didn't the rest do that then. No, he, he put, didn't. That he didn't. That, that, that is true. Game. He didn't do it then. But, like... If he had stayed there, like, don't you think his, the game would have evolved to be that for him? No, I think I think it would have evolved to a lesser form of that. Um, I think he'd have been more of a team player if he'd have stayed there. I think, and if he didn't want to be a starter, and then he gets traded and becomes the star starter, like does, that doesn't make sense. If that was if that was the case, you, you would go to a team where you didn't have to start and you would come off the bench. But he went to the team and he became the star. He started. I, I don't but I don't think that was also my thing, my only thing with that whole debacle, whatever, and how that played out was you had a team that was a championship caliber team. Yeah. They made the they made the finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? We knew that that LeBron James and D-Wade team wasn't going to stay together for a long time. We all knew that was going to happen. It was impossible for it to happen. Me as OKC, all right, we got Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Let's just wait it out. You know what I'm saying? And you just build your guys. Kind of, you know, the same way. I mean, if you really look at it, we kind of have our little form of that. And I've said it before with Dennis Smith Jr. being the Russell Westbrook, Kevin Knox being the lesser form of Kevin Durant. And then you have RJ Barrett being somewhat of the James Harden, which is, you know, they all have similar styles to the game, to to the players that we named, that I named. But when you have those kind of players and you have a certain set of teams that will be in the finals for the next couple of years, you just build. You don't get rid of what you have because you don't win right now. You know what I'm saying? Especially when these guys are still in their rookie contracts. I think I'm not sure how far into his rookie contract he was before he was traded to Houston. But I, you can't just get rid of those kind of guys, man. Do you know what New York would have did if we'd have had those three and then they would have just traded Harden and then he would have became a superstar somewhere else? Yeah, shredded them. And shredded but them. How, how many times did players leave New York and become better players? They, they, they become better. It happens they over the time. Superstar. Whoa. <laughs> MVP. Well. They never became an MVP. Like, that's... that's <laughs> I, I thank God we've never had to deal with that amount of stress. Because 
We would flip a lid in New York if we ever had anyone of that caliber and we traded them and they became an MVP. That is just crazy. Yeah. I mean, who did we trade and they became turned into whatever that was so amazing that we that that we're still so mad about that to this day that we got rid of? Porzing, no. Nah, um I, I, I don't know if it's anything crazy. Anyone See, but crazy. That's one thing that I know that Knicks fans over exaggerate all the time because there's always this notion that we trade our players and they, they go somewhere else and they become good. Name me those players. Well, no, well, it's well, true. Zach Randolph was one of them. Zach Randolph was one uh, of them. He guys. was never a star. Uh, he, he, he was, was number two. For he a was good tearing while. it up. Yeah, but I mean. He, he was number two on the team. He was number three. Number three? On no. Memphis? No, he wasn't. Who was number three behind who? Marcus Gasol and uh, Mike Conley? Mm, not Mike, Mike Conley. Conley. Not then. No. I, I think Zach was... Sorry, I was going to say yeah. not even then. Zach was Zach number was, two. Zach was the man yeah. over there. Zach was at that time when yeah. he was shining. Zach was the man up there. That's debatable. I don't even... Debatable. I don't remember um, Conley, like, even being, like, really in the in the picture there. Like, it was... Not until yeah. later. No, no, no. When... Not till I later. I think when Zach went there, Conley has just gotten there. And I think they had traded... They had just traded for Mark because they had traded Mark for Powell. They traded the brothers. I know that's how he got to Memphis. So I'm not sure how long they were together, but I think for the majority of their careers, the three of them were that grinded out. They were on that team with Tony Allen, and they were the grinded out team. That's I think those three together developed that identity. I don't think it was anything. I think he was there for all of that. So I don't I don't know if I can't say Zach Randolph was number two over Mike Conley because you're talking about the guy who runs your offense. So I mean, it's a little hard, and I know he definitely wasn't over Mark Marcus Hall for sure. Well, I I just remember sitting there watching him play, thinking, why didn't he play like that in New York? That is a, a fact. Um, something that you know, he's one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? But also, like I said, the that's just one. I mean, is there any other guys that we lost that turned into a star or anything close to what Zach was at least? I mean. Uh, what's his name? Uh, shoot. Uh, he played for like every team in the world. Um, Trevor Ariza? No, no, no. He's oh, one too. He's he's a he was he was a Nick that everybody claimed was terrible that we got rid of him. But I, I still think he's bad. He did his thing though. Yeah, I mean he's just a defensive player who can shoot. To me, he's a three and D guy. Uh, what was his name? Dang, I can't remember that. But like on the spot, I can't think of the names. But like, if I had some time, I, I could definitely make a list. Right. Well, my my main point is, as many players as we've lost, and they it's got never been to that else, level. It's never yeah. Been point point made. Though. Point made. Yeah. They they <laughs> they might need to blow that team up and send them back to Seattle. But um, <laughs> regardless, uh, I got <laughs> back to the main point. I got the Clippers winning the championship this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see any other team beating that team, um, barring injury. I think straight. Barring injury, yes. Speaking of injury, we didn't touch on this. How y'all feel about Boogie? 
I feel bad for him, man. That I oh, stop. I feel, I feel bad, bad for, for these people. I feel bad for Boogie, bro. You gotta feel bad for the guy. Why? He hasn't. He hasn't gotten a break, and none of this has been his fault. He hasn't gotten a break since the first injury. Since since the Pelicans, he was at, for the first time in his entire career playing like a star next to a star, and then he got hurt, tore his Achilles. Then he comes back, playoffs last year, tears a quad. Then he comes back three months later, and now he tears the ACL. The guy is never getting a long, lucrative contract ever again. No, I think think he's finished. You know what I mean? I mean, I think he'll get a spot on a team somehow, but I think – I, I think those days are long gone, man. I, yeah, I don't think it's, teams... It's a, it's a tough shake for him, but I can't feel bad for any of these people because <laughs> they, they they get paid millions of dollars to play a game. To risk this. To risk this very same thing. I get it. I get it. To play a game. Mm-hmm. And that, that comes... Injuries come with it. And I, I'm saying, like, it's not the, the best situation for him, but he's still... Like, he's still found a way to get on teams and to... To play the game and to get paid. How can I well, I mean, because things like you know, it does affect I, being someone who has gotten injured multiple times and has two surgeries and has been out. I know how demoralizing it is. I know how depressing it is to just be sitting around and not being able to just do anything, especially yeah. the thing you love. So I, I does he feel bad for that. you? No, nah, I mean, did did he feel bad for me? You said, yeah. He didn't know about it. I'm sure he probably would have. No, right. I, I highly doubt it. I, I highly that's doubt right. he felt bad. But my thing is, is that's, <laughs> that's right. right. My, just, my <laughs> thing about it is, uh, you, it affects you outside of what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I'm sure. I just, I, I saw I think that, that he had just I gotten married, like yesterday or the day before. So it's like you kind of put all of that into perspective, and well. Well, Ricky, I think that I think that when when we feel bad for a player, I think if you look at it in contrast to other players and other centers, like you have a Jamet Vale McGee, and whatever your opinion of him is, he's not. He's been he gets a chance to play. He's not getting injured no. like that. So Demarcus Cousins is that guy. He went over to the Golden State Warriors, and I, I was always rooting for. You know, he went to Pelicans. They railroaded him because he got injured over there. Then they sent him out. Then they they don't resign him. He goes to uh, he goes to Golden State. He gets injured there, and I feel like if he wasn't injured and he was healthy and he got himself back into shape, that I think the story would be a little yeah. bit different. Um, and then what's his name gets hurt, uh, Clay Thompson. So I was hoping that they would win just so he could get his ring. You know, he could get that ring because I feel like because he does have a bad attitude, or he doesn't hold his tongue, and he's not that guy that the NBA loves to get behind. I think that he kind of. It's easy to look at for the NBA to say, ah, so what? This kid is, you know, but I just think that he's misunderstood. I just think that because he doesn't know how to really hold his tongue or or, or manage his temperaments that we kind of go against these kids. But he's still just like that guy that doesn't really know how to manage his his anger or his attitude. And I just but but. When he when he gets hurt or whatever, and you're saying that it's not it has nothing. No, to no, do. not at all. You're saying he's a kid playing basketball. I, I'm saying that he had the he has the opportunity to play a game and get paid a lot of money to do it. So he had. There's a lot of people who never even get that opportunity who have talent 
either at his level above or a little under, and they don't get that opportunity. He had that opportunity, and he and he had several opportunities. And yes, he got injured, and I and and, and that's not good. I'm not saying that I dislike him. I'm I, not, I just think I just think that I'm I don't feel sorry for him because he I had think, a great opportunity. I just which think a lot that of people it's, don't it's, get. it's kind of the, it's kind of along the same lines as saying that because someone makes a lot of money that you shouldn't feel bad for them when something bad happens to them, it, which is essentially what you're saying, but it yes. just sounds completely different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, but that, that's just for this situation. Like, I right, feel like right, every right. single person on this planet goes through something. Yes, you have to. Yeah. On, on, on a large planet, scale and on yeah. small scales. Mm-hmm. So to say that you feel bad for someone is saying that, okay, what I'm going through is not as bad as what they're going through. And now when you look at the stage that this person is on, it's public. It's, it's, it's public and he's making millions of dollars. Way more money. So like when he goes home and he's drying his tears with $100 bills, like I'm sure <laughs> that he'll be <laughs> fine. He'll be good. I'm sure he, uh, listen, I felt bad for him at the moment. After the moment was over, I didn't care. Yeah, you, you move on. <laughs> I moved on. You know, it's I wasn't sitting here. I, I didn't I didn't come home and sit down like, damn, look at man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say, damn, man, I feel bad for Boogie. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I I I did uh I, I you know, I did say to myself, I know what it's like to be the guy who just wants to go out there and play and you just keep getting hurt. <laughs> I've been that guy before. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks. Like I, I got, I got fired from a job one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> ain't, 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 ain't no NBA player said, "Yo, listen, Ugh. I got a, I got a couple extra thousand here. Hold this down. I got you. I, yeah. You know until what I mean? So, back, hey. good, yeah. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I, I definitely understand that. I definitely understand that. But that's that's just me being a jerk. But you know, it, no, being a lot realistic. of people get 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 tough shakes, and you know, it, it's what you do with, with your time. Hey, like Melo, he is, he loves the game, but he's also about his money. He he took his money, he made investments. He'll be good. Like I don't think he needs to play basketball to make money, like you were saying earlier. Right. So you know, and now he's not able to play the game. So I mean, in in the same sense, you could say you feel bad for Melo too because he doesn't get to play the game. And, Can and we not? It has nothing to do with injury. It's just. Should we not feel bad for Melo? I don't okay. think so. He had a great career. Okay. He never he never got that championship, so maybe that's what takes away a little bit from the greatness. But like he did what he did. No, I mean a great basketball career. I mean he's a Hall of Famer. I mean first ballot without any discussion. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, yeah but what, what, what's happening you. in Melo? No. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that I think that Melo's is First Hall of Famer because of his earlier career. But what Carmelo did is like not it's not even actually on court things with that got him in his position. And not for nothing, the reason why I wouldn't feel sorry for Melo is because Melo still has options. He could go play overseas, he could play in Europe, he could right. play in China. That's true. He could do a bunch no, of I don't things. I don't feel and bad I think for that, Melo. I feel I just I just like Melo and I'm a fan and I want him to play. I think he should play. I think he deserves to have a job. I don't feel bad for him. I think I'm just, I yeah, had this discussion I, I, with someone else online. My bad, real quick. But they said if you know I had someone that was working for my company and I had to fire him because even though he was a very very good play um, player uh, employee employee 
he didn't mess well with Team the people player. in whatever. Right. In, in in the organization. So we had to get rid of him and since we got rid of him, the team has been thriving and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now I say I agree with that. My only thing is, would you recommend to other jobs, hey, don't hire this guy? No. You know what I'm saying? And that's just where I think the line is drawn with the mellow. As far as mellow, yeah. Yeah. I think that's okay, I get why you don't have your team. But he also had that kind of um stigma even when he was playing. And one of the things that they kept saying about Melo is he doesn't make the players around him better, and that's a big thing for um, teams in the NBA. Like, you, I don't, I don't if, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring that. somebody on, it has to make the team better. And if it doesn't make the team better, then you know you're moving backwards. So I get well, that, and I think that's a the double sided argument because you Melo didn't make his team better, but he definitely right. made players around him better. You know what I mean? J.R. Smith wouldn't have had anywhere near the career he had if it wasn't for Melo. You know what I'm saying? Um, Chris, that Porzingis, for a certain portion of his career, was led by Melo, and he did have a certain mentality that you kind of see was taught to him. It wasn't something that he just had. It was something that was a little bit more taught. Um, I don't think Melo is a bad locker room guy because that's not something I've ever heard about Mm. Melo. And I'm not saying but, that it's true. I'm just saying that he had that stigma, that stigma. on him for his entire career. Mm-hmm. For, the, for that, um, that's co- for sure. Coach um, Carl... Um, Carla, Rick Carla. No, 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 Carl. Um, no, no, that's the guy from um, Family Matters. And stuff. Whatever, the, uh, the Nuggets coach. Like the Nuggets he, coach, yeah. He, um, he, they interviewed him on several occasions. George Carl. Yes. He, he danced around it. And then finally, he came out and said that after, you know it was in like an yeah after everything like yeah so like once that comes out, and, and he he's a respected coach yeah so when when someone's like that says something about you like it sticks to you whether over, or not yeah, it's yeah. true it's over so, yeah and I think uh, 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 not for nothing Melo has he's he's I played like enough Mello. I mean I still like Melo I don't. I, Personally, if you're really asking me, am I putting Melo on any team that I pick up right now? No, no, and I'm no. saying no because it just doesn't over. fit. But yeah. I like Melo, and I think because he can still play and that there are players who aren't as good as Melo, he should play on a team. Give him a roster spot and just give him that one chance to prove, can he be a valuable bench player? That's the only thing he needs to prove at this point in his career. We don't need you to be a star. We don't need you to be a six-man. We need you to be a valuable bench player. And that's that. I think he deserves that opportunity to just prove it, even if it's on a bad team. Yeah, I don't think he wants that, though. But that's what he's asked for, technically. I I, I think that's what he said, probably, but I don't think that's what he wants. No, nobody, I was just gonna say. I feel like the stuff he said. A bad team to prove themselves. Of I feel course. like, like you said, like what he said to, like he went up there to the um, to the owner of of the Rockets and said, "What do you need me to do?" And I, I don't believe that's what it went like. I don't feel like that's no. He probably was like, "Yo, what's up, man? What y'all no, trying?" What I y'all, think no, what, no, no, no. Gotta, that's not Melo's personality. I do believe that's how the conversation went because number one, he's never had a bad. He, that's not his personality. And Do you remember not, the interview with OKC? That where they, where they, where they, he was like, "Yo, they tell me I gotta go off the bench. Are you comfortable coming off the bench?" 
it was number one. It was a joke. Yeah, and yo, number that, two, that was you not love a him. joke, bro. That's it. Dude, that was not a joke. Number one, all right, even if it wasn't a joke, the dude just came off of being the star player for a team. So, of course, you asking him to come off the bench is going to rub him the wrong way. Who, but it doesn't If he was saying, if his personality, like you said, was, what do I need to do? Then that question yeah, but shouldn't have now. offended him, that's even now. in a joking that's not way. two years ago. Now and two years ago is two different time frames. You're talking about somebody <laughs> who just came off of being. But, but you're talking about his personality. I just think, Joshua, one thing you just now said, you just said, not for my team, I wouldn't have him. So what team is going, if like every time, if, if all these teams are thinking like you, they will probably all say the same thing. Like, I ain't trying to have him, <laughs> but I hope he gets some, a spot on some team. It's, so it's a tough situation. Uh, right. I think I mean, people I just mean, want him just, to retire. My but... thing is, is I think that Melo is good enough to play on a team. Like I said, I think he deserves a chance to be a valuable bench player. At this point, that's it. I don't think I'm not asking somebody sign Melo. He needs to play. I need him on the team. <laughs> nah, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that he's not bad he enough to where choice. he shouldn't be getting any offers. That's all I'm saying. I think there is a black ball there. Here's I what I think. think I don't think Here's he what should I think. be not allowed to practice hey. or get a tryout for a team. That's just it. Here's that's just what some I think. Colin Kaepernick. In closing. Right. In closing, here's what I think is going to happen. I think that when we get to gauge and really see what the situation is, if this, when the season goes on and someone gets injured and they need a player, and these, I, I want to see if these teams pick up Melo. Because if he doesn't get picked up and a small forward or a power forward somewhere gets, gets hurt and, they need, and now there's a hole in the roster for that, for that type of – for a Carmelo player and he doesn't get it, and I'm like, it's something much more deeper. And I think it's something that – it's not about because I don't think it's about Carmelo's no. talent. I mean, at this point, I think at it's over for that. I think honestly, I would like to see him play just because I think he deserves a chance to just play one more year and then get the hell out of here. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because I think of how he was, how his last stint was in the NBA. For you to be only play ten games and be sent home for the entire season and then not allowed to go to another team to be held by that team that told you to go home and then not be waived. I think there's a lot that went on behind closed doors, and I don't think it was fair. That's why I think he should play now. But um, at this point, for it to be August 27th and him still not to be signed, I wouldn't be surprised if Melo doesn't play another basketball game ever again. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's very possible at this point. So, especially because mostly what he's looking for is just to play a last year or two, which, you know, anybody at that stage of their life or career is not really going to give you the, the best numbers or plus minus. Even Vince yeah. Carter, the only reason why he's playing is because his name is Vince Carter. You know what I'm saying? It's not because he's really bringing you much besides for locker room leadership. I mean, he's never won more than Melo's won either, but, you know, people still want him in their locker room. Yeah. So, um... I don't know. It's just, I think that there are a lot of things behind closed doors that cause this issue. You know what I'm saying? Do I think Melo can bring a team or help a team win a championship at this point at 35 years old? No. I don't think that. You know what I'm saying? But just the fan in me would like to see him play again. Same thing when it was Tracy McGrady and he was on the Rockets. I mean, I mean the, the Spurs. And 
they lost to what was it the the Miami Heat that year to LeBron and them, and he didn't even let Tracy McGrady off the bench. And I was just like, just let him play. You know what I mean? Just let <laughs> let him play one. Let him see him play one 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 series. You know what I'm saying? Throw the ball to him. Let him get a jump shot. But you know, his career ended that way. You know what I'm saying? And that sometimes that's just. Not the way players, you know, want to end no their career. No one wants to. Yeah, no one wants to. Everybody you know want to leave like D-Wade left. Right, right. And, and you, you got you to gotta win some championships to get that. But that's really it. That's all we got. This was, this was very in-depth. This went a lot longer than I thought. Me but, too. Me too. But, I didn't think we were going to get all that. Good convo. Good convo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, good combo. I want to see how it turns out. I'm excited about this. NBA yeah, season. I'm hype. I'm hype. Hopefully, um, we can try to uh, make this stretch out as long as we can. And by the next time you hear us, we'll have some training camp uh, news and stuff like that. And um, we'll see what these roster spots are looking like. See, see what they, they doing. doing. All right. So, um, y'all got anything to plug? Anything I got? Yo, clap it up. Denver Nuggets picked up Bobo. They did? They <laughs> didn't pick yeah, him up, yeah, though, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, they didn't pick him up. Why that a ball? Yeah, why that a ball thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hyped to see that dude. Because, that you know, Manu Bo's son, Bobo, I'm, I'm, that's one of those things that I'm, I'm not I just want to see how that is. going to get tossed around this entire You think so? to get tossed around. Somebody like Boogie going to find him in the paint one day, and it's going to be over <laughs> it's just gonna get over. He's it's gonna, gonna be. He's gonna end up sitting next to the cameraman, and he gonna show that he can still got yeah. it. He's like, yeah, I'm about to just throw <laughs> my whole elbow in his chest, and he yeah. might just go through his whole back, see. like yeah, everything. <laughs> Bobo ain't as small as his pops, though. He wasn't as skinny. No, no, no. He, he, he got, got a little more weight on him. on him. Yeah, a little more weight. <laughs> 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 he got about twenty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, crazy. But nah, ain't nothing else. Nah, no, nothing, nothing, nothing major. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, um, yeah, quiet. Yeah, wolves. we don't really got much else. Then uh, we can get on out of here. You know what I'm saying? And we uh, we'll we'll be back with y'all soon, as soon as we possibly can. And um, as we always say, till next time. Till next All time, right. baby. Hey, All right. no doubt. Peace. Peace.